Treasure Trove. Treasure Trove. He started playing in the mid-1930s. <laughs> it had been that way since 1910. It took place in 1841. Over the ABC. They first arrived in 1838. Podcast. It's just beautiful. We're looking at three objects uh, made by Albert Namajira, our famous Western Arenta artist. Jennifer Wilson is a curator at the National Museum, which is displaying a boomerang, walking stick and plaque made by Albert Namajira to sell to tourists visiting the Hermannsburg Lutheran Mission. They were made uh, late 1930s, early 1940s, uh, so they're a really great link to that period of the mission history and the development of Albert Namajira as an artist. Albert Namajira was born in 1902 and is celebrated for his watercolour landscapes of Central Australia. He was introduced to Western-style painting by artists Rex Batterby and John Gardner, who visited Hermansburg in the 1930s. Jennifer Wilson says the decorated wooden objects were made when Namajira was experimenting with watercolour. On the Boomerang is a really beautiful painting uh, of the missionaries' residence uh, at Hermansburg, uh, a building that is now the Kata Anga uh, Tea Rooms, and it's uh, yeah one of the few building paintings that uh, remains in, in the work of Albert Namajira. It is a watercolour on a wooden boomerang, uh, so it shows kind of that transition from poker work and and ochre and other paints into the watercolours on paper. And the boomerang is very dark and shiny. It's been heavily varnished. Yes, the varnishing was something that Albert and the other artists at Hermansburg were using because that's kind of what they had seen from other plaques that the missionaries had uh, in their possession, gifts from other places. Because they saw that, that's what they wanted to recreate in their work as well. But uh, I, I note in some of the writings of Rex Batterby that Albert uh, didn't like the varnish very much. It was a very strong smell <laughs> and so he didn't like working with it very much and didn't work with it much longer. Tell me about the plaque. So the plaque is absolutely beautiful piece of mulga wood, uh, so cut from what would have been quite a large tree. And onto the surface, Albert has, has put the message, other refuge have I none. Um, so it is a religious message, but it's kind of a nice moment uh, in terms of exploring his, his faith. He was a Lutheran. Uh, he was um, christened as part of the church and he worked briefly as a missionary, but he's also actually using the local wood, the local mulga, which was used for boomerangs and, and other traditional objects. He's actually using that material to put this message on and with his own unique flair, really. Uh, so beneath the message, there is a little desert rose painting as well, which is his watercolour contribution to to the poker work message, his sort of little signature piece in that work. You talk about poker work. How is this poker work done? Mm. So poker work can be very fine line work. It's made using a heated wire, uh, so you're actually burning your message, your painting, your artwork into the wood. Um, so what you end up with is a, a black mark from the piece of wire. And the artists using this poker work method would have been using obviously materials that were at hand. Yeah, absolutely. The local Aranta people were very talented stockmen and they were making things uh, like whips and, and uh, other bits of leather work as well at this time. Um, so certainly things like poker work uh, would have been something that they were exposed to quite early on in the days of Hermansburg. What's the story with the walking stick? So the walking stick, it's not a poker work. It's actually painted with, uh, again, the Desert Rose design and it's decorated. So 
uh, walking sticks were one of the items listed for sale during the 1930s, 40s, 50s, during the height of the sale of these kinds of artefacts at Hermansburg. But it's interesting that, yeah, it's not poker worked. Um, so it may have been a gift for someone. It came to us uh, through uh, the collection of uh, Strello. Strello was one of the missionaries, and then his son also had a, a large collection of material from Hermansburg, and that's how it came to us. So we don't know the full story of who it was created for, but it's certainly something that was typical. Central Australia became more accessible to tourists looking for souvenirs when the train line was extended to Alice Springs in 1929. Hermansburg also attracted visiting Lutherans as well as artists and anthropologists. By the early 1960s, there was a wide variety of souvenirs for sale there, from needlework to spears. Curator Jennifer Wilson. The tannery that started during the 1930s that made uh, kangaroo skin rugs and moccasins was actually taking orders from Canada and England to actually send send products overseas. Uh, so the, the range of, of buyers uh, was actually quite large. Most Australians are familiar with Albert Namajira's beautiful landscape paintings. Not so many would know about these objects he made early in his career. Why do you think they're so important and what do they tell us about the origins of this great artist? The reason I'm certainly very interested in these wooden souvenirs uh, that Albert made is because he was making these before he met Rex Batterby, before he started watercolour painting uh, and they actually illustrate that he had a great deal of artistic skill before he started with the watercolour painting. Those paintings that uh, he was learning during the early 1930s from 1932 onwards when he starts with watercolour it's actually an extension of his artistic practice uh, before that. Uh, so it shows you kind of the broad range of his interests, of his artistic experimentation. And these three works are really a nice way of, of getting into uh, how it, he was exploring different products, different things to paint on, you know, wooden artefacts being a very natural part of his culture and things that he was familiar with making and things that were special to him and his family. So it's kind of that interesting juxtaposition between the, yeah, that moment between when he's doing uh, things to sort of make a bit of money at the mission, uh, when he sort of starts with the idea of maybe he could actually make quite a bit of money uh, as much as other artists were that were visiting, that he saw, uh, that he could actually be involved in that art market as they were. And he's also already incorporating aspects of the landscape, isn't he, with the little desert rose? Absolutely. So he's very uh, skilled at depicting and talking about uh, the environment around him, uh, which is one of the things that attracted Rex Batterby to Albert in the first place. Uh, he knew the landscape so well and it comes out in his work from a very early period, whether it's uh, some palm trees from Fink Gorge, Palm Valley, or whether it's another piece of the landscape. Uh, he's incorporating that from a very early stage. Thanks for listening to this 666 ABC Canberra podcast. To subscribe to this or any of our podcasts, go to abc.net.au slash Canberra.